Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Tone Tech Luthier Supplies, your absolute online solution to all guitar parts and upgrades, and their new tone-up range of high-quality guitar hardware from Sever Innovations, and introducing their fantastic new line of stainless steel replacement guitar saddles, featuring innovative appointments to improve tone, increase sustain, screen response, attack, and dynamics. The tone-up replacement saddles springs, intonation screws and saddle height adjustment screws are precision crafted from high quality stainless steel. For more information and to purchase your own new set of tone-up saddles or indeed any guitar upgrades or spares that you can think of, visit tonetech.co.uk or follow links in the description of this podcast. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Celestian and their brand new Ruby Alnico guitar speaker. Purpose built to create rich, beautiful vintage tones, the Ruby oozes a richly musical warmth with mellow highs and a smooth, sophisticated mid-range that always seems to sound just right. The classic Alnico speaker shape and lush, deep red colour ensures Ruby really looks the part in your cab and guarantees that no one could possibly mistake this remarkable new guitar speaker's family history. Check out Celestian's new Ruby at retailers including Lean Business in the UK, Tube Amp Doctor in Germany, Algam in France, Eco Music in Italy, Ebelaud in Spain, plus Gear for Music, Toman and The Back Shop. And in the USA you can buy through retailers like Sweetwater, Musician's Friends, AMS, Pass Express, Loudspeakers Plus and of course Amazon. And for more details, check out Celestian.com. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, and this week I'm joined by Jay Cross. Hi. Mark Packham. I'm always thinking about Dak Goose. And Matthew Knight. Hello there. That's right. Everyone's here. And it's, uh, Did it's you see still... see the video of the duck this uh, week? No. What? Which the, one? There was a video of a duck that uh, some kid lost his sandal, fell down that fell down into a river and a duck went down and picked it up yes. and brought it back for him yeah it, was, it looked like it was the trailer for like the untitled duck game yeah yeah, yeah. The, the sequel the, the mortal Kombat to the tekken <laughs> yeah that's yeah, what yeah. that looked like <laughs> it was really good 
So this month is October and it's uh, it's giveaway month here at Guitar Nerds. We're we're giving away a load of cool accessories. We've obviously we've done stuff before. We, we've done stuff over the last couple of weeks. We've done earplugs. We've done capos, and this week we're teaming up with Gravity Picks, lovely, awesome, very cool plectrum company, Gravity Picks, to give away. And we're going to give three winners a pack of five Gravity plectrums, and their plectrums are like six, seven dollars per pick. So that's a that's a decent little it's a hefty uh, prize. That's a hefty prize, and uh, Gravity have actually made us a load of custom Guitar Nerds branded. Plectrums. Unfortunately, it meant that we had to kind of come to some sort of agreement on on what the plectrum size, shape, thickness otherwise was going to be. If it was just up to you, it'd be dinner plate well, and also the size of a, a hubcap. Well, that's for thickness. me and Matt. But you guys want the opposite, which means we've ended up with the something opposite. really. I don't want exactly really the opposite. Middle of I, just, the road. I just want something usable. Right. Okay. Well, we've we've ended up. You with, don't uh, use plectrums. No, I know, I know. Have you heard of the Dunlop Green, the best plectrum I, ever? Oh. Honestly, I tried to use a pick thinner than three mil today and failed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the uh, the Guitar Nerd's branded plectrums are a one point five mil. They're the classic standard picks now in an unpolished finish. Now there are there are literally tons and tons of specifications and types of plectrum size, thickness, finish on the Gravity website. If you've not checked it out, you should definitely check it out because uh, you know obviously they can they can make anything in any colour as well, which is very not not anything very cool. in the in the realm in, of plectrums. Yes, you mean. they can make any plectrums. You know, world yeah. peace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know what one? <laughs> One of the things they didn't do don't do a pink plectrum actually. Otherwise, I'd have had them all pink. But we've actually had them multi uh, multi coloured. So uh, so yes, uh, three winners. You get a chance to win five of those. All you've got to do to enter to win is head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitarnerds forum, and comment on the pinned post for this week's giveaway, telling me what plectrum you currently use. Now, in addition, Eargasm are also giving all Guitar Nerds listeners a 10% discount on all products on the Eargasm website. So you can just head over to eargasmearplugs.com and use the code TGN10 at the checkout. Now, of course, we've had two giveaways already, but we haven't actually selected any winners. I'm excited about this. Yes. Live giveaways. Absolutely. So just before this kicked off, uh, we were talking to Joe about it and we said, how are you going to do this? How are you going to make sure that we don't pick someone we, we don't actually like? And uh, Joe was like, no, we're the, uh, all of those people that we don't like are in with a fair shout. Yeah, everyone. Can you believe it? Well, because that's what we were, we were saying. What we're going to do is we're just going to look through the names and pick the people that we like. Yeah. Um, but like probably check their Facebooks out. Yeah, yeah. You know, just see who, who is coolest. Basically, I was on the lookout for people who have posted something about Patrick Swayze. Yeah. But we've actually... You know, but you've got a, you've got so we so actually turns got, out that's we, extremely illegal. Oh, and, okay. uh, yeah, if you're yeah. doing a giveaway, it has to be fair. So, so. We, what we actually thought was Joe was going to come up with some sort of complicated random number generator, oh, yeah. but actually, what you've come up with is even cooler. So I'm going to be using wheelofnames.com. Hang on. What I want to I want to I want to film this okay, because fine, I think this film. is quite funny. I mean, I'm going to be explaining it for a bit first, but sure, uh, I'm going to be using wheelofnames.com. Now, listener, I thoroughly thoroughly suggest you uh, looking up wheelofnames.com. And using it for everyday uh, decisions. Just enter in all the things you're thinking about doing and, and let it decide for you. It's very cool. So what we've got to do, we've got we've got two sets of giveaways. First of all, we're going to deal with the earplugs. We've got five sets of earplugs to give away. 
Mark, Sorry, are, you, was, are you checking out? I was out, you're testing wheelofnames.com. Wheel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought my sound was off on my computer. I'm so, sorry. so first of all, we've uh, we've got the uh, the list of people for the earplugs. One small pro- problem, one slight problem, is uh, I might I realise retrospectively I may potentially have to change some of these winners because the earplugs, as stated Sounds on illegal. the podcast, is for US listeners only. Oh well. Now I've got all the names of everyone who entered but i haven't checked if they're us so i'm gonna we're gonna pick five but if some of you aren't us i yeah it was in the, we'll in send, the t's we'll, and c's so we'll I'm send you something to, else yeah we'll send, we'll you, send you, something you something else, else. after we've done after we've done that we're then gonna we're then gonna select the gold silver and black capo so let's get right into it we've got could uh, someone win both what uh, well yeah potentially the same person could win have you got a separate wheel for the different giveaways uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I've got everyone's name set up individually for each one. So I've got every single name available right now uh, for the uh, for the. Um, in fact, Mark, I need you to write down these names as as we select them. You ready? <laughs> okay, fine. So here on. we are. Hang Who's going to win I, some eargasm earplugs? Can I bring this around and see? We just come around, come around and make see. Some notes. Go so, um, so, so this is earplugs. So this is earplugs. Five winners. We're going to pick five winners. Here we go. First up. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's horrible. So loud. Oh, it's really loud. You might have to cut that bit out, I reckon. I'll be fine. Oh, let's get some round of applause. Well done. Well done, Brian Brockett. Brian Brockett. Brian Brockett is the first person to Mark, win. Give us a round of applause. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Brian Brockett, you were the first person to win uh, to win one of these. Now let's choose a second. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Hear that wheel. That wheel is going round. Who's going to win the second one? Dan Coughlin. Dan Coughlin. Well done. That's two. That's two people. That's two winners. That's what was the surname, Dan? Coughlin. Coughlin. Yeah. Okay. And then third, third, uh, third winner on the. On that noise is dreadful. Well, it's, it's great. It's, I love yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's a wheel, isn't it? It's like a wheel. It's a wheel. Carl Schmidt. Carl Schmidt. That's three. There yeah, we go. Was that three? Yeah, I know. That, that was, was three. That was three. three. Okay, four. I'm doing this as quickly as I can. I'm doing this as quickly as Keep I can. spinning that wheel. This, this adds authenticity anyway, if, if, if nothing else. Okay, and... Oh, Stephen Book! Stephen Book, you have won the fourth, the fourth one and book. last Stephen one. Book. Yeah, book. whatever. Book. Book. Okay, yeah. fine. It's fine. I'll find them. Just for the final set of earplugs, where are we going? Okay, last set of earplugs. Oh. 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 Tim Chermak. Tim Chermak has won the final set of earplugs. There my, we... my arm's getting... Yeah, well, there you go. So we've still got some prizes to give away. We, we capos. do, indeed. We do, indeed, yes. Uh, yeah, so the capos are the uh, the capos are the next thing. Now, the capos are a little bit easier for we t- for us to do because, uh, you know, luckily enough, I asked people to specify whether they wanted gold, silver, or black in, in which capo they wanted. So we can do one wheel spin for gold, one for silver, one for black. The problem was a lot of people... St- 
um, thought they were tactically choosing gold as they thought it would be the least popular. But so many people tactically selected gold that it's <laughs> that gold's got the most. Gold is actually the second most popular and next to black and, and only just second as well. So if you chose silver, you've got a better chance of winning this than anything. We're gonna we're gonna start straight off with uh with gold. I'm filming this and people are getting a I'm filming this and people are getting a real peer behind the curtain. Yeah. I hope you've got no naughty tabs open. No, I, I don't. I hope not. I hope not. Um, okay, so uh, we've got all the all the names in for gold. Here we go. Yeah, listen to that. Listen to that wheel. The wheel's going round. The authenticity Who's winning the is gold? palatable. Mel Jones. Mel Jones. You have won yourself a gold... Um, a, a gold thing, right? Okay. So next up is uh, crap. Next up is uh, silver. So we'll uh, so silver, which was the least popular. Remember the people that have selected silver. Uh, you have got the most chance of winning. Uh, here we go. The wheel is going round. The wheel in the sky keeps on spinning. Ronan McGoldrick. You have won, Ronan McGoldrick. You have got yourself a silver. Unbelievable that you selected silver when you have the word gold in your name. <laughs> <laughs> a, poor, a poor choice at black. Anyway, black, the most popular. We're going to now put all the people who had uh, wanted a black Guitar Nerds branded plectrum. Capo. Uh, Capo. Capo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've just realised that the people who are watching this video won't be able to hear yeah, the, the sound. Yeah, because yeah, oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's on the... Okay, here we are. Last one. Here we are. Last one. Who's going to win? Yeah, that's a good impression that's of the sound. a horrible noise as well. Gary Flower. Gary Flower, yes. Gary Flower. There we go. Is there that, we that is well it. Done, that is it. That is it. That That's is the end everyone, of the giveaways. That is everyone who has won. Well done. Well done, everyone. So that that is... Uh, those are those are all the winners for this week. Next week we'll be giving away those gravity plectrums. Then uh, we've got some gorgeous... I hope, this, I hope this isn't a weekly feature. Gorgeous pink straps from Couch Straps they to are give actually away. Really, good. really lovely. Yeah, well, um, why do we have to give those away? Can't we keep them? Yeah, we really we we should just enter enter yeah, into, the competition. into the competition. Oh, yeah, You've got enter. an equal chance of of winning. We uh, Matthew we Knight. cannot win any of the uh, prizes. Why not? Because legally, I just say oh, legally. Right. Whenever it's something I think is a bit like dubious, I just say legally. Mm, fair enough. Illegally. Okay. Well, uh, well. Anyway, yes. Yeah, no, next week we'll oh. be selecting those gravity pick winners, uh, which would be great. Let's move on into the uh, to the bulk of the podcast. Into the now, actual anyway. podcast. Into the actual podcast. That was like um, six minutes that giveaway. Well, I think ten percent of the podcast. Well, that, that is true. I mean, anyway, it's going to be pff, even more if I've got anything to say about it. So this week, well, we just keep spinning the wheel for a laugh. <laughs> I mean, it's a great wheel. Anyway, I mean, this we'll finished the podcast. Early. This uh, oh, yeah. this this week, um, and we've spoken about this before, but this week you all came round to my abode. And, uh, and unfortunately, yes. And, and we because you know there are there are there's there's so much equipment there. So we uh, we we all came around and hung out and played loads of guitars, and uh, we got an, a lovely little delivery from Music Man, which I had planned to coincide with you guys coming around. But of course, yes, we did do a live video of it on the Facebook group, listener. If you if you did catch that, but we got the only um, Pablo Pink or Pueblo Pueblo Pink. Mariposa in the UK. Um, and what a fantastic guitar. So now we've all had proper hands-on experience 
with the guitar. Matt, you especially were very, very impressed with it. I will buy it. <laughs> <laughs> what was your What was your impression of it, Matt? Um, I thought it was. Do you know what I? Because we never plugged it in at the guitar show. The first thing I was like, "How is it going to be with two volumes?" Because it's two got volumes, two, no tone. two volumes, no correct. Tone. Um, so it has something they call the tethered tone circuit. And what I realized is you just leave it in the middle position and then it's just like having some sort of um, passive treble or bass roll off. If you want, you know, less bass, just roll down the neck pickup. And if you want, um, you know, more treble, just roll up the uh, the bridge pickup. Well, yeah, and I mean, this is, this is something that's quite it. common on basses, for example. Jazz basses are, have always been two volume, one tone. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, but this doesn't have a tone at all. Well, no, no, but who touches a tone control? Well, sure. And I, and I, I guess maybe Omar never touches a tone control. Sure. Um, Remember when he was all about the flat-wound strings and so the tone all the way off? This he is used like to play, he used so to play 13 flat-wounds on his super short-scale single-cut Ibanez that nev- never made it to production. That was the Ibanez where he, he asked them if they could make the neck as thick as the body. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what it was after back then. And now this is like a 25.5 yeah. inch scale. It, it's, it's got a pair of pickups. He's never had two pickups in a guitar before, ever. It's actually, it's actually yeah. useful. Yeah. Um, but what was interesting and what I actually really like about the Music Man website is you can actually properly compare specs of instruments, which I thought was quite good. And the second thing you notice when you get out of the case, super light. Yeah, um, really light. Okume. It's Okume. The body's Okume. Now, on that live video, we said m- mahogany because I thought it was because everything else he's ever had has been mahogany, but it's Akume. Yeah. Akume, Akume is a type of mahogany, I think. Oh, is it? I believe it's, but it's like a of a similar genus. Right, I, see. I think it's within the same genus. The, the only the only time I've ever seen Akume is when Fender did a run. They did a precision bass and a jazz bass maybe three, four years ago in there Akume, was... and it was a natural finished scratch plateless very sort of 80s looking okay there was also some when we were at GAC we've talked about these guitars a bunch the Cabernitas in Akume mm-hmm. there really? Was a, yeah yeah there was an Akume Cabernita um, which was an absolutely fantastic guitar and we had it in the shop for it was in the shop for I would say maybe what feels like ages it, it might have been like six months or so it was in the shop for absolute and I couldn't understand why because it was a fantastic guitar was that the one pickup no it was no. A, it was a two pickup two TV Jones right. blue bound oh okay I don't remember this guitar. really really lovely and uh, I remember the I remember this guitar very well because uh, we sold it. Uh, to Ben Affleck no we oh. sold it In someone in the shop sold it to someone a customer who's in the shop and uh, whilst that transaction was going through someone else bought it on the internet and uh, oh. there was a real furore over because it was only one oh, I remember that yeah. and there was a real yeah. furore over, over what happened to it and we ended up getting it sorted out and it was fine but uh, yeah real real nightmare but yeah so coincidentally there must have been something in the uh, something in the universe that night that you know just <laughs> wow um <laughs> Cool. But um, yeah, I, I mean that's a play. I think that plays a big part in the way it sounded. We were mm-hmm. just running it through a katana, sounded really good. But yeah, incredibly lightweight, um, and it's got that kind of booming bottom end that is very, very different to the Valentine. And actually, just comparing specs, there's a couple of key differences because obviously a few people are going to be like, "Oh well, you know, what's you've raved about the Valentine? So where does the Mariposa sit?" Well. The main thing is actually the thickness of the neck. Um, so the neck width is the same as the Valentine at the 
last fret. So I didn't actually realise this, but the Valentine is, uh, for those who care, 41.3 um, at the nut and goes all the way up to 56.9 at the last fret. Inches. Um, yeah, yeah, inches. Um, so the Mariposa sits at 56.9 um, across the whole board. Um, obviously, you've got ebony fingerboard rather than the maple neck. They use a different maple. They, they, they use just a standard roast maple on the Mariposa, but they use selected roasted maple on the Valentine. That's why you get the flames. Um, apart from that, it's pretty much the same. I mean, out of the box, obviously, different pickups... Um, active control on the Valentine. Um, and the Valentine comes set with 11s, where the Mariposa comes set with 10s. Which again, is mad, which is ridiculous. Yeah, for, I really for thought a it would have at least famous. had like 11s on there. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, when he's been using 13s and stuff, it's like, yeah, this does seem weird that it's got 10s on it. But all in all, I thought a great playing guitar. Really yeah, nice. Yeah. And actually, I love the addition of the trem. It's one thing I don't use a lot and... When they did the Valentine, the trem, I was like, oh, I would quite like that with the well, It's one thing that certainly Omar's never, ever, ever used. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's very subtle. It's it's kind of like pretty... It's not like a kind of really loose trem. You kind of have to really like go at it to like actually get it to move. So I think it's there for kind of subtlety more than anything. Um, so what, what trem is it then? Do you know? It's just their their The well, music man one. The, so I think the it's mus- the same that's on the St. Vincent. But how's it the same if it... If there's more resistance on the Omar, I'm is guessing it, is it way, just... guess the way they've set it up. Okay. That's interesting, though. Uh, with really more springs. But, yeah, I mean, that's the great thing about Music Man is everything is made in-house. I know when we were there a couple of years ago, they were saying they're moving all their pickups. They want to move all the pickups in-house, which I think they'd kind of already done. But they were designing everything from the from the ground up there as well. So, yeah, amazing guitar. Um Price-wise, you're looking at about three thousand two hundred, three thousand three hundred RRP. For, yeah, but that's just for the that's for the high-end one. There are two models of Mariposa. What's the difference? Yeah, though? I can't I can't see the difference. Yeah, because um, I've had a look and they look they look almost one. They both they both come with roasted maple ebony fingerboard. I think one they both come with the pearlescent tuners. They've got different knobs. <laughs> I, I think they're all. I think they're all the same price, Joe. They're I they're think. not. One's no. They 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 they're literally called two different things. There's the Mariposa and the Mariposa Deluxe. I, where are you seeing this information? Uh, in the press release. Yeah, for, I think, for this. Yeah, because they are basically saying, oh yeah, they basically it's called the Mariposa Deluxe. One comes with gold hardware and gold knobs, and then one comes with white and. Um, one comes with chrome hardware and chrome knobs, but I think they're the same price. There's no way they're charging more for just uh, a different hardware. Not that much. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, Joe maybe. seems unconvinced. Maybe we should. Uh, no, no, maybe you're right. Maybe there isn't sort of a price difference. It's weird that they've checked, they've gone for sort of different. Uh, the gold hardware ones have such different knobs as well. It's not just a different color. They've got like yeah, Gibson they have style the, knobs. They have the Gibson ones, which I don't like. I think the chrome feels a little bit more premium. In my opinion, yeah. um, Chrome's always I, better. Gold, unless it's a Les Paul you're custom. You're totally wrong. Unless you're it's totally a Les Paul custom, there's no need for gold hardware. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what one thing as well, matching headstock. What would Hank Martin say? Uh, probably go ding 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 ding. I don't know, something like that. Um, but yeah, overall amazing guitar. I love the fact it's got matching headstock. Um, 
and it's in pink, so what more could you want? Hello, dear listener. I'm just dropping in at this point in the podcast to uh, to remind you, or to let you know if you weren't already aware, that as the podcast is sponsored by Tone Tech Luthier Supplies, they are also offering all Guitar Nerds listeners 15% off of anything in their online shop. So you can head over to Tone Tech Luthier Supplies .co.uk and use the code 15nerds at the checkout for a discount on any guitar upgrade you can think of. Pretty sweet. Cool. I mean, it, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I personally, I don't like it as much as a Valentine, but then that's because, you know, I prefer a maple board. You, and, you like uh, active guitars. No, I mean, that is obviously the downside of the Valentine. Right. I don't really. Which is why the Mariposa is better. No, I actually prefer the, the feel of the, the Valentine. Um, but the Mariposa is still a lovely guitar. Really, I'm hoping, really nice. Um, I'm hoping I can get a Mariposa just to a proper AB between, between the two. That's the kind of uh, the next step. So the thing that I find very funny about this whole situation is when we got to Joe's, well, I got I got there a little bit later. I got there about three o'clock or so. You guys had already been sat restringing guitars all day. Yeah. Just, you know, the sort of thing that... No, that's uh, what we, that's, that's a, what that's we a, do. That's, that's how we hang out. That's a glimpse into the life of, uh, of, of guitar nerds. When, you know, we're not at our day jobs, you know, sort of doing guitar stuff. We go around to our mate's house and just do guitar, do stuff. guitar stuff. We were literally, me and Matt were sitting in our lounge with a can of beer each, just restringing guitars. Yeah. Was Matt was taking day. apart a flying V at the time, I think. <laughs> Um, put it back together yeah yeah. (laughs) so um i rocked up and you know after a little while matt was saying oh you know sold my les paul you know that's gone i just you know i I really love it but realized that i just you know i just don't need it like i've got a bunch of guitars you know i just i think i'm thinking about slimming everything down and then the mariposa comes out matt's like i need it i need it right now that's what i want that's (laughs) what i want that's something to talk about actually i can't believe matt sold his ocean pink les paul custom shop and didn't sell it to me wouldn't wouldn't cut me a deal i offered him i offered him 40 quid and he said no yeah five grand isn't that like double what it cost he didn't sell it for five grand yeah yeah that's true yeah now it's been touched by the hands of matt it's doubled in price we've got some serious pulling power when it comes to extra price (laughs) sure Um, sure so you know signed it and everything the guy didn't ask i just signed it right across the front he's probably too shy to ask yeah, yeah, i'll yeah. do him a favor uh but you know didn't, didn't need didn't, a case i just thought it threw that one away just shipped it but also you didn't, bag. didn't want to risk you know you sign it in sharpie you can buff that out but it might it might rub out by mistake so he etched it in i was gonna say just with that extra money you made on it you got matt knight inlaid up the fretboard <laughs> yeah. just to really make sure that he knew it was yours in abalone yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. in ivory so i can't leave the country yeah wonderful so uh, we actually we did we did get to check out loads of guitars that i've got kicking around we, talk to me about favorites what, what, harlequin we, guitar club yeah the Harle- you've, what, what, you've got some good stuff yeah what did you like what did you um, like that was there the melody maker's really nice well that's one thing yeah that i really i really don't want to list i, I put a, a picture of the gibson melody maker uh up on the uh, on the guitarist facebook group earlier just because i've just been spending a lot of time sitting around with it but we should talk about that that is a cool guitar mid 60s 1965 uh no because it's a single early 60s. cut it's single cut so it's got to be like 61 62 okay fine fine um what they were all double cut after later mm. really yeah um we should mention it's not uh it's not mint it's had <laughs> it's, i mean it's it's nearly 60 years old well sure but i mean it's had some pretty serious stuff happen to it in that well firstly when you sent me a picture of it i was like 
Have they taken the neck off and put a screw in? It looked like it had been like bolted back on. But what I think has actually happened is someone's been playing it strung the other way up and they've had a strap button put in there. So you mean left, left-handed? Left-handed. Yeah. And where the um, wood is kind of soft, where the kind of finish has worn away over the time, and it's mahogany, so it's soft anyway, the strap button has left like an indent in the wood and it looks like a, a screw, the, the head of a screw, but it's not. It's the strap button that's kind of like gone into the wood. Um, and so I was like, I was really pleased that that wasn't a screw that was holding the neck on. <laughs> um, but also it's got two like big P90s in it. Yeah, whereas two I guess big it P90s. would have had single, single coils. Single coils, yeah. So originally. that means the, the scratch plate at the very least has been modified. But the scratch It's definitely not the original one. Original, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it looks far too thick. But yeah, the um, uh, yeah, it's been modified with two P90s, which sound fantastic. Do we know what the control layout would have layout would have been originally? Uh, two two volumes, two tones. Right, was, yeah, fine. So it's, they've, it's stuck with that. So and yeah, just in terms of like all the stuff that you've got for me, that is the kind of standout really, just because it is you know it's a proper legit American made vintage. Melody maker serial numbers worn off on the back because because uh, unfortunately with a lot of those old melody makers they were uh, kind of uh, painted on they were like stamped on but you know how Gibson uh, serial numbers now are sort of stamped into the wood yeah 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 these were kind of stamped on with paint yeah I mean it's um, seen some it's definitely seen some abuse in yeah. this time yeah so so there's no way of actually sort of aging it very properly because the only way you can age those those guitars otherwise is from the pickup wire and of course because the pickups have been changed yeah of course the pots, there, there's no way of uh, eventually gauging exactly when it was released but it is a lovely it the was pickup a lovely wire guitar. yeah the they changed the color of wire that was that was used to connect to the pickups and that can give you some indication of Why, like a year like blue's got better tone or something yeah whatever yeah. whatever Gibson could be bothered to use it at, at that point in time just actually a thought would it have had two pickups originally there was so a common misconception about the melody maker is uh the melody maker d people think it means double cup it doesn't it it's uh it, it was d for double pickup um and and so yeah there was so that actually does narrow it down because there were very few single cut double pickup melody makers in existence oh right interesting uh so yeah, so it was definitely early yeah 60s, i'm looking but... at some of those now, now they all seem to all the examples i can find seem to be 1961 right yeah that's that's sort of when i roughly oh it's a real it. shame the pickups have been changed because if they hadn't they would have obviously had those kind of like fender mustang style single coils you know like the yeah. covered ones mm-hmm. um and it would have had the little melody maker text above that's, the neck pickup. That's well, yeah, that's right. And they even did that on the not single. Not above the neck pickup. No, where yeah, the yeah. neck pickup was. Uh, no, like above. Oh, just you mean a, in between the the pickup and the, and neck. the neck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. On the single pickup version, they also just they had the same plate and just had melody maker written on that bit of the plate. Yeah, so it thought looked yeah, great. Yeah, it just didn't have the kind of space for the pickup. It just had yeah melody maker put in there instead. Um, do you know what? I'm seeing quite a few uh, examples of people that have done exactly what has happened to the guitar that you've got, which is had those two pickups replaced with two P90s. Seems to be a very common mod. There was actually a very popular pair of Lola pickups, which were a pop, like designed to be a replacement for melody, for melody makers with double pickups. Yeah, so. I'm looking across the board. There's single cuts and double cuts with exactly that same modification, just that plate change for two P90s. It seems like a smart modification. I mean, it's a fantastic sounding instrument, like a really sort of really gnarly, really aggressive bridge P90 as well yeah. sounds sounds fantastic yeah love it 
Love it. Yeah, very cool. What about anything else? Were there any any other standout pieces of the Manny Maker um, number one, Matty? Your the one the one that sold the other day, um, the Greco. The SA seven hundred, yeah. The SA seven hundred was Greco's version of kind of a three three five, a sort of three three five, three four five sort of hybrid. Yeah, and um, that was great. But actually, one guitar that I d- did really, um, I would have just never picked up in a store. But when I restrung it and kind of gave it a bit of a setup and then played it instantly, was that Treble O twenty eight Eric Clapton? Absolutely, just, a Martin, just the Martin Eric Clapton. So- so good yeah um so good and it's not a guitar that i would have ever you know normally i go for acoustics with a much bigger body shape but that do just, you yeah. really why yeah, much just prefer the bigger kind of like dreadnought styles. oh they're just so cumbersome yeah but they, they well that's the thing they usually sound so much more bassy and they kind of you know they just sound so much richer and i always think those smaller body shapes are just going to be a bit you know thinner and a bit brighter sounding and this had all the bottom end it was just absolutely absolutely brilliant you, you're absolutely right guitar. it was a it was a fantastic sounding instrument the the eric clapton early 2000s 2003 i think uh eric clapton signature model it's lovely like the uh yeah the 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 spruce on top has aged really to a really sort of dark yeah, amber. you can tell it's, it's been cracking you can tell it's been played like it's really really conditioned but it's it's worn in like the actual that's the problem with acoustics when they go unplayed and that kind of like you know, the the top wood just doesn't really kind of ever get used and resonate and vibrate and, and sort of age. And then everything sort of sounds a bit stiff. You can tell this has sort of been played in. Yeah, definitely. Um, this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Orange Amplifiers and their Tremlord 30 guitar app. A very orange take on a classic, cool 1950s amplifier. It's a 30-watt 112 all-valve guitar combo with two foot-switchable valve-driven tremolo speeds and two-spring reverb tank. Everything you need to deliver high-quality vintage inspired boutique-esque tones in the near-indestructible chassis of an orange amplifier. Harking back to tremolos made famous in the 50s, the 12AX7 valve-powered tremolo oozes versatility and depth. With crystal clear clarity and buckets of headroom, the Orange Tremolo 30 is the latest in Orange's run of meticulously designed pin-drop perfect amplifiers. Visit orangeamps.com forward slash tremlord for a detailed overview, sound samples, and links to dealers worldwide. Yeah, it's wicked. So I really, really enjoyed that. So um, funny, isn't it? Like, played if you buy a new acoustic guitar, the worst it's ever going to sell uh, sound is when you buy it, like in the store. Yeah. It's, yeah. From that point on, it's always going to sound better. Yeah. Unless you know something dramatic happens to it, like you know something falls out of the sky onto it, or there's you know a uh, biblical flood. But um, yeah, it's only ever going to get better from when you buy it in store. And there's not that many kind of consumer goods that do that will do that you know you buy a car it's only ever going to get worse mm. unless you know you do some crazy modifications to it or whatever but if you just drive it around a bit it's do only you, if- do you own a good acoustic uh, no, I've got a uh, GS Mini, Taylor. <laughs> I mean, not saying that's Where'd not... Where'd you get that one from? Yeah, I'm not saying it's not a good acoustic, but um, what I'm saying is uh, it's not the uh, Martin Eric Clapton no, that I played sure, at your sure. house the other yeah, night, yeah, which is absolutely. lovely. To be honest, I, I don't play acoustic at no, all. You, you would never play it around the lounge? I, but I pretty much only play acoustic in the lounge. Well, so do I, thing. but I play it on electric guitars. Oh, I right. don't, yeah, yeah. Enough. I, don't... I, I, I prefer the sound of... I prefer the sound of electric. Oh, I prefer right. the feel of an electric guitar played. Do you do you own a, an, a a good acoustic? I've got a Taylor Baby. 
Right. Is, who's, so I'll let you decide the right, I'll okay. let you decide the answer to that question. Well, I just never I never got into tailors. I found them a, a little bit sort of personality. I mean, I've only got a tailor baby because it used to belong to Mark and he gave it to me. I swapped ex- it for a lift to IKEA. <laughs> in exchange. No, no, no. <laughs> I helped you move house. That's what that was. Sure, from. sure it was. Yeah, I believe it's mostly that's, a that's lift ridiculous. to IKEA. <laughs> They've always tailor for me. Have always been a bit like um, I don't know, maybe like court for electrics. That, that's kind of I can no. I, what, they're, they're, there's they're just no person. There's no personality to them. They're, they're, they're the PRS of acoustics. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what it is. Perfectly that's made. But a lot of people that are into kind of the more kind of rock and roll stuff don't really get on with them. No, um, that's exactly how I feel. For me, actually, I I feel that less on the acoustic side of things because what I want from an acoustic is kind of bright and defined you know uh, which is what exactly what taylor do for me uh things like gibson acoustics are a bit too dark sounding um whereas obviously you know on the electric side of things yeah, i'd much prefer a gibson over a prs for example right. yeah um so where, where do mine I, sit for I you i like the taylor baby i think the taylor baby and the gs mini i think they're good guitars i mean i i'm, I'm the same i've always I've never really got into kind of like deep, boomy, Hmm. like big acoustic guitars. I just, I find them cumbersome and I I, find them uncomfortable to play. I I do think it makes sense for you to like Taylor's against your sort of taste in in electrics. Because you think, because you think I'm tasteless. No, 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 no. I I said, oh God, uh, they're tasteless and boring. No no wonder Jay likes them. No, no, that's, I was, (laughs) I I didn't mean it like that. I meant like, I I meant like you like American standards. They're not called standards anymore, but like, you know, that that's that style of Fender guitar yeah. where it's like here is a really well made American guitar. It's it's traditionally inspired. It certainly looks retro, but actually we will we'll give it a satin neck. The- One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase bridge is going to make sense and be reliable like yeah. it's it's that sort of crossbreed that loads of companies went for where they were like his where where fender went for a lot which is like here's a traditional instrument but we've taken out all the things that are actually traditional about it yeah yeah taylor yeah, yeah. kind of like that they're not making anything that are, that's ridiculously modern looking but it's certainly all the attributes about it are you know, from from the sort of neck construction, their down neck construction, everything about it's designed to be functional and long lasting, and and yeah, those are the things I don't like. I, I like sort of like gloss necks and and sort of you know stuff that intonates badly. And the um the GS Mini is 
perfect for what I use it for, which is sitting Propping in the, the case open. under the, yeah, under the yeah, sofa yeah, yeah, in the yeah. living room. <laughs> to be honest, it could be anything. It could be a Stag SW201 or Classic. it could be a Martin Eric Clapton signature. Right now, right. they'd all be the same. It's Schrodinger's acoustic guitar. <laughs> in the, is it actually Has in that case? Has the cat pissed on this guitar? Who knows? <laughs> no, Who knows? my cats are incredibly clean. Thank you, Jacob. They're Hoffs. definitely right, not. Okay. They're disgusting. Anyway, the... Um, uh, and another acoustic that was there uh, that I don't think you're as much uh, a fan of was the the, the shellfish acoustic. Did you uh, wait? What? Wait, I didn't I, see this. I don't think you got to try the shellfish the, acoustic. The Martin, yeah, there was a the Martin six grand Martin D forty five. It's a six thousand two hundred pound ish. I mean, the thing for me is covered you know, in abalone. I, I, again, I played that, which I you know I do apologise, vegan police. Yeah, I, yeah, I shouldn't yeah, have fine. done. But I, I, played, I mean, I should be selling it really well, exactly, but. <laughs> I, I did. I, I played it, and again, it's kind of everything that I don't really want in a guitar, yeah. in an acoustic guitar, which is dreadnought sized, big, boomy, um, kind of very you know, bling, difficult to play, extremely bling, you know, really, really bling. So, and I, I get that people are into that, and that's that's totally fine. I think that being able to make a guitar that size sound good is a skill, kind of upon itself sure um but yeah that that style of acoustic guitar is just it's just not for me i think you have to you have to think when, when it gets to kind of that that sort of price point how much are you paying for the sort of sound and playability yeah. and how much are you paying for the the shellfish inlays yeah you know, totally i mean on the on the flip side uh of that i thought that the um so we uh ab jaw two one seven fives. Oh, that's right. There was a. So, so there's a. Sorry, you go. So, well, so you've got a Gibson one seven five custom shop Memphis ES one seven five, and there's also you've also got a Greco one seven five, one seven five ish. You know, yeah. one ish, seven ish, five ish. Yeah. Um, Comparing sort of build and well, so you, you like I kind of wasn't really paying attention when you said here try these two guitars and I, I wasn't really thinking and I hadn't clocked that one was a Gibson and one was a Greco right. and so I I played them I obviously got them out of Dadgad or whatever ridiculous tuning it is that you yeah. spend your time <laughs> flirting like with you, you guys gradually learned that every guitar in my house <laughs> that was the worst it? thing about coming over to play guitars at your house is it took me like 10-15 minutes to tune everything up so I could actually play it and realise what was going on oh this guitar's in, this guitar's tuned to new standard okay great give me, <laughs> bad, give me an hour bad bad yeah. <laughs> bad bad um so i i played the i played the gibbs uh sorry i played the greco first and was like oh this is lovely and then played the gibson and i was like oh no this is a, this is a much better guitar but it was only after because I, I sort of realized this halfway through a conversation we were having about it it was only like whilst i was playing it i i said of course this gibson is lovely it's a much better guitar but then i realized like well, that costs what, like three and a half grand? Well, yeah. And the Greco is fifteen hundred quid or yeah, something. I mean, yeah. it's certainly not two grand better. Well, no, exactly. Yeah. That's, I, again, one seven five, not a guitar that I'll ever own. Um, exactly the same as the Martin, big, cumbersome, difficult to play. Um, but yeah, I mean, they 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 both sounded great, and that Greco but was yeah, for, for yeah. a copy of a four thousand pound guitar. Yeah, totally. For sort I mean, of the best part of a thousand pound. That saying that, I mean, really when you good. the first thing that uh, happened when I got there was you handed me the two. Uh, hollow bodies, the Greco and the and your Gibson, because clearly you're trying to justify selling the Gibson, <laughs> so pocketing the cash, the and keeping the, <laughs> keeping Greco. the Greco. But like Jay says, there is a noticeable difference between the two. But having said that, one of the Les Pauls, the Greco Les Pauls that you handed me, I had a Les Paul custom. That no, I you, not no? the custom. Oh, the, you're talking one of the about sunburst ones. That was a Tokai Love Tokai. Rock. Yeah, it was. 
that felt to me like a custom shop Gibson. So the for 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 the listeners, the Tokai Love Rock I handed you was in 1980, which was the first year. It was actually the second year they made them, but the first year they called them Love Rocks. They had a different name for them. Before. Right. Looking at the shop, it was either an 81 or an 82. Oh, was it 81? Sorry. Yeah. So 80 was the first year they made them, and they had a different name. Then 81, they they changed it to to Love Rock. Um, but what they what Tokai originally did when they made those love rocks were was they got a fifty seven Les Paul and they went right. What are the things specifically that Gibson used to make this? Let's make it exactly the same. There's no there's no corner cutting on the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's an incredible instrument. It's just a, a shame they sprayed it that. You don't like cherry sunburst. Cherry sunburst. Yeah. I tell you cherry what, is like probably my least favorite color. I agree, but that guitar is so good that it's yeah, made it me not care about the cherry yeah, sunburst. Yeah, it is a good guitar. That, that but... was the first Les Paul standard style guitar that I picked up in ages. I went, do you know what? Les Pauls are actually all, all right. I'm a sucker for a Les Paul custom. Well, um, yeah, me but too. The, uh, I'm not. No, but you t- don't like Les Paul customs. Too bling. No, I love gold hardware. Yeah, old Les Paul customs, like seventies Les Paul customs. Yeah, oh, L- I, listen, so I, there's, I don't, I don't go to the gym enough to be able to pick up a Les Paul custom from the definitely 70s, not seventies one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that Les Paul was like absolutely fantastic. Yeah, ten, that, ten pounds in weight, those old Tokai Love Rocks. How so much are you selling that for? Uh, I think it's eleven hundred. Oh, fourteen hundred is it for that? Yeah, fourteen nine nine. Yeah, fifteen hundred. Yeah. It's is. probably the the most expensive one I think out of all of them. More expensive than the Orville Les Paul custom that we've got. And Orville, of course, listener, if you don't know, Orville were the official Japanese Gibsons, only made for for a decade um, out of Japan. And actually, it was it was after the lawsuit era, uh, as it's as it's known in Japan. The Orvilles are are actually Grecos. Um, it was the it was all from the. Uh, Matsumoku factory and uh, actually I think there were a couple of other factories involved towards the end but um, but yeah it was essentially the Greco factory that that got rebranded as Orville and and there are two types there's Orville and Orville by Gibson Orville still use the Maxon pickups which come in most Japanese guitars from that era and Orville by Gibson featured all US pickups it was it was actually so I, I tell you one of the things that's come out of you doing this Harlequin Guitar Club is all these little kind of tidbits of information that you found whilst researching. Well, yeah, because and we just like we, I, I think kind of Japanese guitars as a whole is is an area is it's kind of a an area and an era of stuff that we just don't really know a huge amount about. No. Like uh, the four of us don't yeah. know a huge amount about because so much of our knowledge is based off of stuff that you can buy in guitar shops. Well, of course, now yeah. well, all of our knowledge is from working in guitar shops. For yeah, all our lives. Well, that's the thing. It's like when you go to Japan as well. Like the stuff you see is just unreal you like and it just doesn't you know you're like i've never seen anything like this before never seen these brands you know and they look like gibsons or they look like fenders or you know gretches and you're like i've never seen these custom brands before and that stuff from the sort of 70s and 80s um i've just until really now i've never seen it anywhere else but yeah. japan yeah, the, the uh, well, this deepest learning curve for me was actually trying to date a lot of this stuff and uh, not take it out for dinner. Yeah, I was going mean, to say, like, <laughs> buy some flowers and you know, book yeah. a table somewhere just nice. Really stubborn, really stubborn Japanese guitars. They don't want, they don't want to go out with me. But no, no the, one uh, does. No, no one does. But um, the the hardest thing was was actually dating any of these guitars because. Uh, things like pre-1975, Greco didn't use serial numbers. Greco changed their serial number format several times. 
Tokai also didn't use serial numbers. Bernie virtually never, ever used serial numbers. And to, in order to date um, the Bernie Lesbord custom range, you have to do sort of a, a combination of things of looking at the, you know, this sort of headstock emblem that's on lesbo customs it's yeah. kind of like a diamond dim- yeah, yeah 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 that so obviously all, all greco bernie tokai they all had a version of that that was slightly different with the bernie one they changed it several times throughout the years so what you have to do is work out which one you've got and people have named them there's the thunderbolt one uh, there's the straight arrow one so you've got to sort of work out which one was you've there got. a thunderbolt two or a straight arrow two <laughs> yeah they, they moved to firewire after that but it's uh yeah no the uh the you, you've got to take that that headstock shape and then uh, and then it's like whether they have the sort of open pole piece pickups or like chrome or gold pickups plus you know sort of a mix of a couple of other things and then you can maybe get it within two or three years but even some of them i've sort of taken stabs at at the age based on a few things put together listed them and then there'll be some like uh some incredible japanese gear enthusiast who'll contact me on reverb and be like hey i saw your listing uh you you're at least three years out uh, <laughs> on this i can tell by the picture of the uh of the back of the neck of the headstock where uh you can see that the the tuners uh finish in a in a tulip shape rather than the flat hexagon they only did that uh for between this month and this month you know it's it's it's, it's a real thing like Jap- aging japanese guitars joe one day you are going to write the world's most boring book yeah well actually <laughs> like- funnily enough the guy who contacted me with that is writing a book on <laughs> Guys, japanese it's be so guitars. boring we and should, i will absolutely should, buy it <laughs> we should should state uh whoever that man is if he does listen to the podcast your book is not boring and it's been very helpful for joe yes doing definitely, doing definitely, definitely going to be boring yeah, but we'll still buy it so it's fine well, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, moving on, moving on from all the guitars we were checking out. Matt Knight, you've had uh, you've had a couple of things uh, sent through to you uh, yes. at, the, at the moment. A couple of pedals that you've got yes. your way. Yes, 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 yes. I had today, and I only got to try one of them. Um, we had the Red Beard Effects Red Mist. Well, yes. Let's just talk about that one then. Um, well, oh, and we got the Heavy Water, which I'm sure I'll get to plug in and. Um, kind of um try i really wanted to try that at volume i only had about five minutes before the, the thorpey effects heavy water yes but the the red mist so i'd watched a couple of videos there was a bit of a brief sort of playthrough with mikey and then there was like a rabia video they were talking about it um and i tell you what it is one of the best drive pedals i've plugged in in a very long time totally unique sounding but totally not unfamiliar you know when you like plug in like a weird fuzz and you're like this just sounds like a weird fuzz or you just plug in like an overdrive and you go oh it just sounds like a load of other overdrives this sounds like somewhere between a kind of it's not quite a high gain distortion like a metal distortion and it's not quite a fuzz but it's got that sort of like real raspy edge to it but it definitely does a lot of gain um Really dynamic with the volume control. Um, I set it up basically in the same way that Mikey's just setting it up. So it's sort of like gain uh, three quarters of the way up and then all the EQ at about two o'clock. Um, and it was just just great straight off the bat. I actually think I re- one thing I want to do is AB it next to, and I know it's a kind of different thing, but my op-amp Big Muff, because um, it's been on my board for ages and I'm just sort of wary about stepping on it anymore and it takes up a bunch of space and I kind of just want to... Wait, wait, you're it. wary about stepping on... You use an ES8? 
I know, but I'm kind of like, it just gets on and off a lot of time, and I'm like... Mm. The ungiggable just... rig is fluid. We know that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it just takes up a lot of space. And sometimes I just want to plug that in and nothing else. But it has a particular sound. And it's... You only... I've really found that when I've been building my pedal board again, I only... I never really build patches with that in. Because it's sort of just like a wall of sound. I'm like, oh, I kind of want something a little bit more dynamic right um you know because i use a, a dane and you know, i've been messing around with um the antares you know the tate effects overdrive and i've got like an fz2 which is a you know one of the old boss fuzzes again it's really dynamic with the volume control so i wanted something that sort of sat in between those two things right um and this feels much more like that it feels a bit like a fuzz but you get more of it doesn't feel like totally out of control um, it, it, and that, that was really only about five minutes with it but i was like yeah it's great the thing that um, struck me in the demos is it feels more um, like a complete package than a lot of pedals that I've heard for a long time. Um, <laughs> yes, I said package. Um, in the from the demos, it, it kind of almost seems like that could just be your one pedal. Do you know what I mean? Whereas a lot of times, you know, you buy a drive pedal and you want to see what the stacking options are and things like that. With the Red Mist, I was like, okay, I can see people just using that and putting it through a great amp. And that's your guitar sound. Yeah, I mean, one thing I've I've uh, done because I had a tiny pedal train um, nano kicking around, so I've just built a board with a, just a couple of pedals on it, like a, a delay and uh, a tremolo and an overdrive. <laughs> I love how. All oh, right, he did add overdrive in the end there. I love how when um, you were talking about a tiny pedal board, the first effect you mentioned was delay. Yeah, well, you got to have a bit of delay. You know, you got to space out the sound a little bit. Um, and I've just been using that to demo a load of pedals. So I'm like, if I can use it just like that, then I can just integrate it into, into a bigger rig. But it's right. nice to have a, a pedal that you can plug in just that and kind of get really inspired. You don't have to pair it with a bunch of other stuff to get the sound that you want. Sure. Um, yeah, and straight away I was like, oh, that's that's a really killer sounding pedal. Yeah, it does the high gain thing without feeling like a high gain distortion pedal, if you know what I mean. It's not like you're plugging in a metal zone or anything like that. Totally, it's, yeah. It's... it's it's much more, dare I say, usable, but it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a cross between a fuzz and a, and a high gain distortion, I guess. But then I haven't, t- I didn't really mess around with the gain control. I sort of set it at that position and then sort of just left it and let the volume control do all the work. So. Do you think it would do those more? It would go right up to a sort of fuzz style thing? I don't know if it goes up to like really kind of like, it doesn't do the spluttery fuzz thing um, because I don't think it's really designed that way. And it goes relatively low gain, but I think... Um, the interesting thing that Mikey was saying um, in the Rabia video was like the amount of times that you play festivals and the back line is not what you've requested. So you need something that gives you that sort of high gain sound that he's after from a pedal going into like a Fender Twin. And because obviously I use really clean amps, so it's something that really opens up a totally clean amp, like a kind of really kind of raucous drive channel on an amplifier. Um, so yeah, it's to- totally... a totally blown me away absolutely amazing oh awesome awesome everyone's looking at me wondering why i was uh why i was raising my arms just then i just got outbid in the last 10 oh. seconds on oh. a pair of a pair I of i thought you'd like close the car no, I, I thought was, you'd close I'm the... sorry no i was i was oh, bidding oh. I, I was bidding on a pair of vegan doc martins and they were the they were the last set of three that i've been bidding on today and i got outbid in the last five seconds you had the face on of we've been doing this podcast for 
50 minutes and I haven't pressed record on the recorder. <laughs> That's exactly oh, the face. Listener, you would be alarmed at how many times that has nearly happened. <laughs> yes, or has happened. I'm really upset by that. That is, how again... Mu- how much you get beat by? Uh, well, I... I, I, I so, I, my final bid was £59 and it's gone for 60 But I tried to get 61 in, but I didn't hit the I didn't hit the up bid at the up at bid. The right I didn't time. hit the up bid at the right time. But that's again that's the third pair today. Oh. I just I just I just want a pair a pair of size ten dot mines. You know. Well, there we go. With the three eyelets and the sort of yellow uh, weaving. Anyway, uh, anyway, anyway can moving, I just, just on. before we move on, can I just talk about the t-shirt design for Red Beard Effects? The really good. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so yes, quite good. It's the no, really good. I, quite good. I think it's important that we address that it's quite good, but it could have been much better. So I don't know if you saw uh, the 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 picture that he put up, which was a picture of. So you've seen? Have you seen the the logo for the Red Beard Effects? It's like the beard and the sunglasses right and mikey's yeah. wearing one of his t-shirts oh yeah I've seen and the this, t-shirt yeah. is you know it's massive print sunglasses beard however imagine if the t-shirt had been a picture of mikey oh. wearing <gasps> the t-shirt like oh. i saw that picture come up and i was like if that was the t-shirt then i would absolutely buy the sam hill out of that Unfortunately, it's just that bloody logo. Do you know what um, I thought you were going to suggest? I thought you were going to suggest the beard should be textured, like buy some fur or, you know, <laughs> fake fur. Oh, no, Mikey could add his own beard <laughs> to each T-shirt. I, I'm down no, with he that. Should start, he should start um, trimming a bit and, and yeah, like yeah. putting it under the, yeah, under, it, like it in, the, in the back of the cover of the pedals. Yeah. Oh, that's so when you go to, are, are there any trim pots in the pedals or anything? Maybe when you go in to undo them, Mikey's beard hair's in there. Some real gut <sighs> shots yeah. plus oh, hair. Um, I've actually one thing you mentioned about merch there's one thing to point out it's also one of the coolest boxes so the pedal comes in a box and then inside that is a coffee bag so the pedal's wrapped in a coffee bag rather than like the little does it material. smell of coffee it does not oh, I don't okay. think it's had coffee in before so it's just a hessian bag uh, no it's like um, what you get coffee beans in so like okay. a foil a bag. paper bag oh, oh a foil bag oh I see right. I see, I see. You, you know see. like when you buy coffee beans at yeah the yeah, yeah I know exactly like, like when you're in um, space and you're eating what? anyway Matt <laughs> um, and then you also get um, a couple of stickers and you get a little key ring made out of um, like PCB like a little bread uh, with what? the logo on oh, oh that's cool oh right oh PCB B. Right. Yeah, okay, no, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. We know what's going to be coming with Harlequin Guitar Club orders. <laughs> oh, look, a sticker with a smiley face on it, Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. I haven't thought about that. Uh, anyway, actually, uh, at this point, Mark, you've got one of your announcements to make. Yeah, um, only that we've been talking over the last few days about um, gear of the year. And what we're going to do. So I just wanted to give people a little rundown. Gear of the year, I think, is going to be a bit different this year in that. You know, I think last year when we did Gear of the Year, we didn't really go into enough depth about the products because we picked so many products to talk about. Yeah. Um, You know, there was probably like 200 products we talked about across the thing. So what I'm proposing this year, and I think you guys are all on board with this, um, is that what we're going to do is pick like 10 products each that we've like really liked this year and we know loads and loads and loads about. um, And uh, well, enough to convince other people on the podcast that mm. they should be in uh, the 
gear of the year running, different categories. And there's also going to be more categories this year. So as well as doing things like best guitar, best amp, best pedal, I think what we can also do is... Best wearable metronome. No. Um, but, for example, most innovative or best looking. So that could be a guitar, could be an well, amp, could that. be a pedal. Cannot be a person, unfortunately. Are there any guitars with my face on? No, thank God, no. Um, so basically, yeah, just wanted to let people know there's going to be some changes for, for Gear of the Year this year. Um, we're picking 10 products each and we're going to go in deep. We're going to deep dive on them. Um, and also, if you're a manufacturer listening to this and you want to be involved, there's no restrictions on what you can send this year either. So, you know... So it used to be one product. Yeah, it used to be one product per category per manufacturer now people can send as much as they want and they can nominate whatever they want so and then we decide well the reason for that is you know you might think oh this you know this product maybe it's not going to win best pedal but might be win best looking so you know well i think there's uh, there's a bit more scope i mean limiting things has always been difficult because if you remember a couple of years ago uh, we put we we put forward the Roland Blues Cube mm-hmm. for that best was a problem. Amp. Yeah, uh, and then Instead right at the last the... minute, right at the last minute, we changed our minds and put Katana through. Yeah, and that I think was that weird that, that we. Yeah, it's weird that we ever. I guess maybe it was we were slow on realizing how important the Katana was. Yeah, I just yeah, I think and you know I think it just was. Uh... It happened as well when we put the Epiphone SL through instead of the Fender Mustang. And then well, Im- immediately, oh no! I guess that's a different, yeah, but, slightly but, different. What but, that is is that you lot didn't listen to me. No, no, no. That. But, that's but, what that was. But we put the SL through, like because it was so incredibly affordable. Yeah. Whereas the the Mustang was the bullet Mustang was a better guitar. Was a better guitar. Yeah, which, if you remember, was basically my argument. Yeah. And you lot have just got swept we up did. by Ryan's videos. Yeah. And you got upset. And then I didn't yeah. get upset. I didn't get upset, <laughs> Joe. I did not get upset. <laughs> so upset. I did right not. Now. I did not get upset. <laughs> just sit down again, Joe. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, um, but, but yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good that we're going to be broadening the spectrum and trying out new categories. It, it will mean that everything gets a fair crack of the whip. I just want us to talk about the products that we love more. I think what we did yeah, the last. No, I think it's a really good point. What we did the last two years was we wanted to l- talk about every product. Well, not only that, we also we had we were like, this is the format. This is the format that works. This is the format yeah, that yeah. we've done for the last couple of years. Whereas doing it this way kind of just mixes it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. It just means that we're going to be talking about stuff that we care about and have bought and have played and have enjoyed. Lots more of that, I think, from Guitar Nerds in the next six months just trying to do more fun mix, stuff mix some stuff up yeah yeah, yeah. We're well, gonna, we've been talking about changes on the Patreon and stuff like that in the Facebook group there's there's a poll up right now what you want to see from Patreon and uh, yeah loads of ideas coming out so we're going to mess around with some stuff and see where we get to and on that note I think it's important that we do bring up the fact that you guys did the first Guitar Nerds Live this week yeah which was really cool. Yeah. I uh, had one ear on that and one you did one Thank you. ear on Predator, on, uh, the, Predator the Predator, the 2018 film. The I was Predator. explaining to everyone that this week I've watched Predator, Predators, and The Predator. I can't believe you didn't watch Predator Two. The I didn't best watch one Predator in the entire. Two. I don't think franchise. I've ever seen it. Danny yeah, Glover. This Danny week, Glover. so I've watched all of those. And The Predator 2018 started at exactly the same time that you started the live stream. But I, I was really into it. I thought it was really good. Um, what, I think The Predator? Yeah, The Predator. No. It's not very good. Certainly not that. <laughs> um, the the Guitarist Live, I thought it was really good. I thought that, uh, you know, considering it was the first run through and we'd not really done anything like that before, I think you guys did very well. Uh, and... It's going out to everybody on Friday, right? It goes out to everyone on Friday. It will appear yeah, so- for Patreon listeners. You can listen to it from Thursday if you want to hear your own voice, if you're involved, or if you want to hear us reacting to your posts, as we did. 
That'll be there from Thursday and yeah. from Friday in the general feed. Yeah, so I think that um, we took away some learnings from it about how we could probably um, facilitate it a bit better, uh, about how we can bring more people into it. I think also as much as anything, there was, you know, we had a great audience for it. I think there was 20 or 25 people at one point were, were in the chat and were uh, contributing in the chat. Um, and it's just about trying to, you know, find ways to bring people in as opposed to just saying, right, Who's got a question? What's, yeah, got, yeah. what's your question? You know, we want to try and keep the chat kind of organic. And uh, I think, you know, thank you so much to the people that did chime in. And, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, check it out on Friday uh, and let us know what you think because it was something really exciting. It was so cool to do something a bit different. Also um, means two hours of free Guitar Nerds content for this week well this well. week yeah 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 i'm not sure that it's gonna i mean maybe it will be an hour every time we do it i, oh, I maybe, find yeah. it difficult to think that it won't end up being an hour because yeah, you, to... like you set out and you were like yeah this is gonna be 30 minutes tops definitely and then, not and then it was yeah it was like over an hour yeah well, so yeah <laughs> and, and on that note that's it from us what? here on the uh on the regular episode do you know of the I, I can podcast. see the main episode getting longer as well because really? we've got so much to talk about every week we've not even done any news this week yeah so I listened to uh, my friend's uh, podcast called Riot Act. It's all about like new music. It's very good, listeners. You should check it out. Uh, all right, um, mate. Calm down. But but every episode is like two and a half hours, and I'm like, I'm uh, like, uh, hey, uh, uh, I was like, can even... you? I'm like, can you even stream two and a half hours? Joe Branton. How do you Joe talk for two and a so half Mark, hours? So Mark, text me and about this this week. Joe Branton. Yeah, what? Two and a half hours. I see your two and a half hours. <laughs> and I raise you a podcast I'm currently listening to, still in the middle of, by the way. About, well, I imagine you'll be there forever. About, than that. about the uh, 1990s steroid trial uh, surrounding the WWF and Vince McMahon. Episode one. But the series isn't finished yet. They've done nine episodes so far. Episode one. 11 hours, 52 minutes. <laughs> I thought you were going to raise me by an hour. No. 11 hours, <laughs> 52 minutes. That's ridiculous. It, that is just, you could have made a series out of that one yes. episode. Just yes, you could, Joe. Yes, you, you could. Can, also, you can't download that to stream that. Yes, you could. Oh, yeah. no, in fact, it was broken into two parts because right, you okay. can't have, uh, iTunes won't let you do that long. So I think it was, yeah, like whatever five hours and seven hours that is, yes. that is outrageous but in all seriousness i think it is a question for the listeners and you know also for the four of us i mean we've kind of always tried to keep the regular podcast to an hour well yeah because i've got to get a train home. well you've got but like kind of you know logistics aside is personally i i'm not really into podcasts that run longer than that because i like to listen to, i mean my commute is about an hour so like it works for me and otherwise people just kind of go on and on and on but yeah. like other people really like long podcasts i mean if we were to do the old episode that was an hour and a half or something is that something that people want or is it just you know should we just i, I, I genuinely don't think we should give them the option but uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we've talked about it quite a bit over the last few weeks i think we're more open than ever for like feedback and ideas from the group about like what they want this podcast to be um and you know we've brought in more guests while i was away and you know we had some other people on the podcast and stuff want to do more of that um we'll be continuing with the mini series as well mini series but you know like we're doing less on youtube really like we're not yeah. really doing youtube because you know th there's no point we, well it's you know, not that there's no point it's just like i think as we much don't as like any, it well i think it's just we enjoy this more than we enjoy yeah. that yeah. it takes a lot of time to do the youtube videos and to be honest we don't get a lot out of it not only monetarily but also 
it's not this, you know, which is yeah. we have a conversation with each other every week. We get to hang out, which is good. And then also feedback from users and stuff is way more uh, dynamic for the podcast, yeah. particularly with the live one, because we're doing it live. Um, so we've got a bit more time to spend on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, ideas, things that people want to hear, let us know. Yeah. I guess, you know, the big question, who, who, how many people will attend the public execution of Joe Branton? Mm, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, we're going to be continuing over on the Patreon episode where from as little as $1 a month you can support the podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad free and early and gets you access to our bi-weekly, roughly, episode of Guitar Nerds. Like, yeah, don't, well, don't, it's your, don't it's commit, your podcast, Mark, so I don't know when you're actually going to put it out. $5 a month gets you the Patreon episode and a load more, and $10 a month makes you an executive producer and gets your name sung in a lovely song at the end of each episode. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Guitar Nerds. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds forum and subscribe to us on YouTube. Not that we do much on there anymore at youtube.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. That's it for us this week. We'll uh, be continuing over on the Patreon. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Christopher Franklin, Marcus Alcatawacki, Robusto, Stephen Burke, Rob Butterworth, Neil Milton, Marin Peter Stewart Robson, Jeffrey Waxon, Christian Lund Hansen, Zach Melton, Keith Adams, and Steve Ferguson. Yes. Eric File, Andy Joyce, John Anglin, Adam Royce, Chris Jacob, Moore, Rob Gould, Scott Hamilton, and Tucker Amadon. Yeah. Ernie Cooper, Zed Woods, Nate Nagel, Nate Nagel, Stephen Hedge, Rob Grant, Matt Roberts, Dave Matt Lee, Roberts. Emery James Baker. Baker, Baker, Baker. Yeah. One Korea. Blake Wyland, Blake Andrew Wyland. Good, Jamie Kempen, Jake Gray, Matt Bellamy, Martin Cliff, Scott Kennedy, Christopher yeah. Lossett, Hans Hans, Robin Smith, Derek Rich, Rob Nordwick, Chris Connors, <laughs> Ed Bradley, Steve Muggle, and Carlos Mantra, Annie McKenzie, Brad Page, and Blair Toms, yeah. Scott O'Brien, Laurie Anstis, Paul Corrigan, and Will Clayton, Adrian Day, and Ken Sayers, Matthew King, Scott Kane, and Sean Arbogues, Christopher Woolman, Cut Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.